0: We want to welcome Mike Soloski with us this morning. Mike works in our development department, and uh, donor relations is your title. Uh, Mike, you've been with us for how many years?
1: It was 15 years on January 3rd, and I can't believe it's been that long already, Jeff. It's gone so quick.
0: Well, we're glad you're here with us today.
2: Yes. Thank you. Well, and also, before you started here, I know you volunteered here at the Haven for a uh, while. How I, long did you volunteer?
1: About nine months, okay. and I came in weekly, not for very long, you know, like an hour or so uh, each week, and it was over in the men's day room, and that okay. was a real eye-opener for me because I'd really never interacted with homeless people before. Right, right, And, wow. Well, I remember
2: sometimes when I would lead a chapel service and I would see you in the back. And yes. I, I knew you were a volunteer, but I'm like, who is that guy that's back there, you know? So, well, soon enough, I was to find out. wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you were.
0: And, you know, Mike, I remember you coming in uh, in the evening time, I think. It was either evening or lunchtime. You would sit through the chapel service. Yes. I can't remember which one it was. but It I was a chapel. Yeah, yeah, it was a chapel service to kind of find out what was going on as you were learning more about the mission. And uh, I just can't believe it's been that many years yeah, it already.
1: Yeah, has. It has I can't believe it either Jeff yeah.
0: during this uh, uh, virus pandemic that we've had over the last several months uh, why don't you tell uh, our listeners a little bit about first of all some of your responsibilities because uh, it's really developed over the 15 years uh, as you've been here and it's you know the responsibilities have increased and uh, you're doing a lot more than what you, you were doing your f- very first year here.
1: Well, it's hard for me to remember the first year, Jeff. Uh, yes, I can remember Yvonne, my boss, uh, saying she, telling me years later she was concerned that first year that she'd have enough to keep me busy. Uh, yeah, because we gots- know what happens when you're not busy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, that, that quickly changed. Um, After an emergency meeting, yes. (laughs) Donor relations is all about, uh, just as the name implies, the title implies, uh, developing relationships with people or organizations so that they want to donate again to us. So that could involve calling donors, and I did that, uh, called some new donors this week and thanked people for... Uh, donations and uh, most of the time you get a voicemail and i leave a message but i did talk to one lady this week who uh shared with me that uh she wanted to help us uh, because her son had died about a year ago of an overdose Mm -hmm. and i got to pray with her on Mm -hmm. the on the phone so uh even though it's it's thanking people for doing something to help us. Sometimes there's a ministry there, and that that was very touching to me, and uh, hopefully it made a difference for her. And that same lady, uh, I told her what we needed, I said, we could really use canned fruits and vegetables right now. And uh, the next day, literally yesterday, she brought in 180 pounds of canned fruits and vegetables. I said, "How did you do that?" She said, "I come from a very large family." So, uh she organized this like in a day uh, in with one day? Family? Yeah, 108 oh, Yes. 12 siblings. Wow. <laughs> that's, an army. that's an army. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, so, that's just that's just one example. Um so some of the relationships to go back to your question have developed and blossomed over the years and uh people will call us there's a a large uh, local uh, hospital and they were getting meals um, and I don't know if the meals are donated or they've purchased them but I got a call from a lady that works there saying hey we've got all these meals and they're more than we can use can you use some so I took a truck and went a couple of times and we got 200 of these and they were each box contained enough food for four people mm-hmm. and a meal and it was soup a loaf of bread, uh, cold cuts, uh, cheese, uh, cookies, and potato chips. So that was the equivalent of 800 meals and uh, was outstanding. And then uh, just this past week, we got 1,600 more meals from them mm. and it, it was different. It was barbecued ribs, pulled pork, uh, potato salad, uh, corn, and uh, corn muffins. And, you know, I mean, how can you put a price on that? I don't know what that would cost, uh, but what a cost savings to the ministry mm-hmm. uh, because we don't have to purchase that food. And and Janelle, uh, the uh, food service manager, said, "Hey, we're going to use these right now uh, before you know they spoil, because there's a a length of time that you can keep fresh prepared food like that." Yes. Mike,
2: uh, we have heard uh, through uh, channels, uh, through sources that. Uh, some missions in parts of the country have had food uh shipments and things disrupted mm. and i'm um, just praise the lord that that has not been the case uh, no. here at all just well, a generous outpouring for from businesses that might have had to shut down and um knew about the haven and enough to call us and really appreciate that
1: yes and uh, uh You know, there's a shifting. Now we have, uh, George Ehrenhal has a team of volunteer drivers that drive our trucks and go out every weekday uh, to pick up food at local restaurants. Well, when COVID-19 hit, this is leftover food and they freeze it for us and then we pick it up the next day or so. When that hit, uh, the restaurants closed down. So consequently, we weren't getting that food. But what all? What happened? All of a sudden, we started to get donations of other uh, food from other sources. So it just kind of shifted. So God mm-hmm. still supplied the needs. Yeah. And one that sticks in my mind was uh, uh, there was there's a restaurant wholesaler. And he contacted us maybe a month ago, and we've been getting donations from them, but this On was, occasion yeah, think, yeah, yeah, occasionally, uh, and uh, they had all this lunch meat, and it's in a, like you'd see in a deli case before they slice it, so uh, like a big thing of ham or roll. turkey, yeah, a roll, yeah, and uh, it was almost a thousand pounds of uh, frozen lunch meat, and you know it was all good, but they froze it. Before it went out of the expiration date and donated that to us. And then we got lettuce and herbs from them, fresh lettuce and herbs. And, you know, they were going to have to throw that away if uh, we didn't take it or somebody took it. So that's one example of a relationship that has been built over a couple of years. And uh, we're very grateful for that. And uh, another one, I got a call about a month ago from, uh, this is uh, in another county, but a surrounding county of Summit, and uh, it's a ministry, and they uh, get food donated, and he gave us a pallet of Prego spaghetti sauce, the weight on that was 2,232 pounds. I wow. thought, wow! And how long? I mean, think about that. Think about the expense of that. How how long? What? How much would that cost? Was that in the jars like you? Yes, it in, the in r- jars r- like you'd buy in the, the grocery, grocery store. store yeah. But a whole pallet of this. Wow. So, and then uh, he gave us a pallet of uh, frozen, boneless, skinless chicken thighs that was over 2,000 pounds. Same source there. Same source? Yeah. And then he calls me yesterday and says, hey, we've got a farmer that uh, uh, bought some hogs at, at an auction and uh, had them processed, and we have some fresh sausage. Would you like some? And he was on his way, so I guess he knew the answer was yes. It was 240 pounds of fresh sausage. So praise the Lord for yes. that. Yeah. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. Well, Mike, you know, as you build these relationships, you know, over the years, I mean... A lot of these relationships are, are, are businesses, but individuals that are the connecting point to those businesses, right. and there's a lot of ministry that goes on uh, when you build these relationships. I mean, and one of the examples that you said earlier with this lady calling in, and how you had the opportunity to pray with them, uh, that goes on all the time, I'm assuming.
1: It does, uh, and it can be at odd moments. Uh, Sometimes I'm giving a tour and somebody will share. I remember this one business lady sharing uh, during a tour. Now, this was before COVID-19 because we're not doing tours right now, but uh, first time I had ever met her, I had talked to her on the phone. Her company had donated food, and she came in for the tour. We had lunch, and during that time, she shared with me that she was a recovering alcoholic, And have been sober for nine years. I mean, things like that come out. It seems like very often. And uh, this is more than just about food or clothing or other donations. This is about uh, ministering to hurting people. Absolutely. And you know, they come in in every kind of form and every kind of business or organization you can imagine. And I never know what God is going to lay on somebody's heart, and it sometimes it really surprises me that they're that open and that quickly. I I helped
2: you with some uh, phone calls uh, one year just to thank people for a gift to the ministry and I had one of those uh, type scenarios that you mentioned where you might have four or five calls where you just leave a message because I think most people are now communicating more so by texting and d- digital, then, but for those that do call, uh, pick up the phone, it's usually a nice c- uh, conversation, and it had a similar situation, which I was able to encourage a lady, e- even in her trial, which was uh, of a son as well, not, uh, had not died of an or but oftentimes went AWOL uh, because of a drug issue and mm. they didn't always know where he was and this was yeah. near holiday time and yeah. uh, they they knew that he probably wasn't going to be there for the holidays his yeah. family That's so hard. the 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 sadness of that phone call I was able to uh, at least have reach out I guess as a friend and to be there to hear uh, her her trial and hear, hear her out. And it was a blessing to be able to do so.
1: Yes, you know, so, yes, it yeah. is.
0: Well, you know, Mike, I know, I think we all know this donors, uh, donor relations goes throughout the whole mission, uh, even though that's your specific task, building relationships uh, with businesses and individuals. I mean, I know you, uh, before this pandemic, you went to a lot of what I call breakfasts yes. uh, and meetings throughout. In the community, mm-hmm. and you really, really make some really good connections through those. Why don't you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yes, uh, it, I. We're all about prayer at the Haven of Rest, and those of you that listen to this program regularly certainly know that. Before we go, before I go to one of those events, uh, and they're are either a breakfast or a lunch, I always pray. And I've asked other people to pray for me. Uh, that God would connect me with the right people for the ministry. And I have no idea who that is, uh, but I am not afraid to, to introduce myself to complete strangers. And that comes from a lot of years of just being in sales and walking in and having to establish a rapport with people. And so God has gifted me with that, and I have that ability. And then, um, you know, I've met college presidents. I've met CEOs of companies. I've met retirees. Um, You just never know. Judges, uh, I just never know. Uh, Pastors, every walk of life represented. And some of those people come in uh, for a tour and lunch and others do not, but you never know where that's going to go. And I've gotten surprises years later, uh, somebody pops up or um, it's amazing what God can do, what the Holy Spirit can do in guiding those conversations if you're willing to be used by him. Uh, and
2: I say this every time that you're on the, the broadcast, but the relay the story of the time I was calling about an order uh, of mattresses and talked to a company vice president. And as I was talking uh, to him, he says, yeah, he says, you know, uh, my wife just heard from somebody from the Rest this morning and was just calling, not to ask for anything. I think it was just a, saying, how you doing? And um, you got in the name and, um, but anyway, thank you maybe for a gift or something, and. Well, he, he said my wife and I have, have talked about we already decided that we're going to make a donation to the Haven of Rest. Why don't I, I donate so much of this uh, purchase of this product uh, to the to the mission? Yeah, he said. That's amazing. amazing. But you mm-hmm. and I, under the Lord's direction, were working in sync that yes, day. Yes, and we had well, no I idea, had did no we? No idea until I, I knew who it was after he talked, but I was able to relay that story back to you. It's, it's just a delightful story to tell because it's— uh, it couldn't have happened without God's orchestration. Mm-hmm. Right,
1: Right, and it was one of those calls, Curtis, where it was a new donor, and I was calling to thank them for their donation. I had to leave a voicemail, so I never even talked to them, Okay, but I left a voicemail. So it's nice yeah. to know, and it's an encouragement every time I hear it. That, yeah those pay off too and, well, and, the, and the, the people appreciate
2: it well and the and the uh, couple um, was glad to do that it was uh, they they found it as a, a delight to be able to to give at that moment and so it wasn't a coercion it was no. it was just creating an opportunity for something that they wanted wanted to do yes. so, praise God was a beautiful thing yes.
0: well and you know Mike it's a great opportunity to let people see. What we're doing down here uh, when they do come in, you make these connections, you invite them in for a tour, and they can actually see firsthand what God is actually doing here uh, at the Haven Rest.
1: Yes, uh, it, it is. Um, that is one of the most rewarding parts of my my job here, uh, Reverend Kaiser, is uh, doing those tours because I get to. Uh, introduce people to the ministry that otherwise might not know anything about us. And they're always amazed and frequently will make statements like, well, I'm going to, you know, I was giving my clothing somewhere else. I'm going to start giving it here or, you know, or they'll want to help us. Uh, But we do it as just a way of raising awareness in the community. And I believe that that uh, results in goodwill in the community uh, that translates into people helping us.
2: Well, and you seem to, what I know about your job description, that there's a variety in it. And It seems like you like that variety. Yes, I do. Uh, yeah. Taking somebody on a tour, like pre-COVID days, or going out to perhaps meet with somebody or the breakfast he was talking about, mm-hmm. or even the occasional uh, pickup of a, a product. I think it speaks to you to have some variety there to... Keeps it interesting.
1: Yes, I do like that. I also get an opportunity to speak sometimes to groups, and I have a a, a rotary uh, club that <laughs> has asked me to speak uh, using technology because we can't do it live, uh, or at least we can't do it in the restaurant right now. They don't want to do that, so uh, that should be an interesting experience, and I'm looking forward to it. Leading a Zoom
2: or like a Zoom yeah, like a call, Zoom call, right? Yes. 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 yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, Mike, we can't uh, thank you enough uh, for what you've done uh, over the years. Uh, I, ca- I can't believe it's been 15 years. I can't either. Uh, I just can't believe how quick time has moved. Uh, but in saying that, how can our listeners pray for you?
1: You could uh, pray for uh, me and that uh, I would be open uh, to God's leading uh, in how he would use me here. Uh, I sense some of that is shifting. I mean, I'm still doing the same job, but there are different opportunities that are coming up and uh, that he would help me in, in those new areas, mm-hmm. as well as what I'm already doing.
2: Well, Mike, I know our listening audience will be praying for you, and thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you for coming on uh, to the broadcast this morning and uh, sharing. I Believe me, we could have gone longer because there's far more stories to tell and far greater scope of responsibility than what you were able to share here with us. But uh, we appreciate you taking a few minutes to do that. And um, I know that God is going to be uh, continuing to use you, and particularly as, as folks pray for you, that those prayers will be answered. So thanks again for being here.
1: Thanks, Kurt.